One place I want to check out at some point is Boston. I've always wanted to go to Boston. I don't know what it is and I don't know why I want to go to Boston. I just do. I've always wanted to just travel there and, and visit it. I've heard really cool things about it and I unfortunately just haven't gotten to go yet. But you know what? After talking to my guest who is from Boston today, I am definitely going to make the trip out there and uh, visit at some point for sure. Like it, it's, it's on my to-do list now. But my guest today is the amazing Amanda Hurd. She's so fun. She has an amazing job. And her story is just really cool. And I know you guys are going to absolutely love her. And it, come on, guys. I say it every week. You guys are going to love all my guests. Let's just let's just stick with that, okay? <laughs> so without further ado, here's my friend, Amanda Hurd, this week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking. Where creators come to play. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking. Find out what they have to say. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking. Fascinating interviews. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking. Tick-tocking with Kevin Hughes. Welcome to TikToking. I'm your host, Kevin Hughes, and today my guest is the lovely Amanda Hurd. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. This is my first podcast, so let's go. Awesome. Yeah, it's a late one, too. This is one of the later ones for me, and that's all my fault, so I apologize. It's, it's the late <laughs> night, folks. We're doing the late night one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get ready. The, the buckle explicit, up. <laughs> <laughs> the explicit podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Join in. <laughs> so you are uh, you live in Boston, correct? I do, but I just moved from Denver. I was in Denver. Oh, yeah. Now. That's right. That's crazy. We could have done know, this in right? person if I was just a little earlier asking Wait, you to come yeah, on the show. Yeah, because I was right in Rhino, which is nuts. So I was in Denver for a year and a half, and I lived with a crazy roommate. But, like, I was mm-hmm. there for – well, you know, girls are nuts. Shocker. But, yeah, no, it was um, – moving back to Boston, my whole family's here, so. Oh, cool. Um, and then what do you do for a living out there? Um, out here, I did the same thing I did in Denver. I sell alcohol. So I run um, – I'm not – I won't like say the company, but I run New England for my company, and it is um, an alcoholic kombucha company. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love doing it. I ran Colorado, and now I'm doing New England, so I'm having a blast. It's um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot yeah. to handle, but I, I like it. I like it a lot. So what all does that entail on your part? Um, basically, I have to like run around to restaurants and drink all day and all night. And um, it's basically one big party, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I have to, no, I honestly, I have to go to a lot of restaurants. I have to go to a lot of like liquor stores and just selling all my product um, and just growing our brand. It's really fun because I get to go to like four different states in New England, which is very exciting and just work with distribution reps and just kind of just having fun with my job. I like, I love what I do. So I'm very lucky. I don't know. It sounds pretty horrible. I'm not going to lie. Awful, right? <laughs> I'm Awful. I'm just getting drunk every day. I hate it. It's, it's horrible. I, right? <laughs> 
I was like, now let me tell you about my job. No, I'm just kidding. Right? It's nothing as cool as your job. But uh, <laughs> I can't do any so, dry months. <laughs> I'll yeah, tell you that. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, did you grow up in Boston then? I did. I grew up in Massachusetts, just south of Boston. So I'm a Boston girl through and through. I don't have the accent, I don't think. I don't know if you can hear it at all, but I don't think I have it. Just a little bit, but not not too bad, no. Ugh, it's a tiny bit. But yeah, yeah no, my ent- I think I have 65 family members within a 30-mile radius of each other. So when I'm telling oh, wow. you I have a big family in Boston, it is outrageous. Like, everybody is like, oh, do you got kids yet, honey? I'm like, no, I don't. I'm still single <laughs> and loving my life. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, uh, how old are you? All right. Can I ask you this? Can I shoot a question back at you? Yeah, of course. How old do you how think old do I are? look? How, how, old, <laughs> how do you how old do you think I am? That's <laughs> uh, such a hard question because You don't want to answer if, it, do you? <laughs> well, no, I'll answer it, but I just know like if I'm off, like I either sound like an awesome person or a complete asshole. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If, if, let's hear. I want out. Let's go with us. I love this game. I love it. Let's go. Okay. I'm going to guess 31. Ooh, and he's close. Okay. My birthday. Tired? My birthday was three weeks ago and I'm 32. Oh, yes. At least I was under the number. I'm not the <laughs> asshole. No, you, it's funny because like people usually would be like, oh, are you like 28? I'm like, I love you so much <laughs> now, now i know you've heard the show and i don't know if you heard how old i am but if you don't know take a guess at my age hmm i don't know how old you are okay so you didn't listen to the show no i'm just kidding no i didn't listen no not everything i listened to some episodes not everything i'm, I'm totally kidding I did a little research um i would say 36 Wow, I'm 37, so. Oh, baby! <laughs> yeah. I figured really you weren't, like, far off from my age just because, like, you look younger. So I was like, he's got to be, like, maybe four years older than me. So Yeah, that's about, well, pretty close anyway. Look at I'll us. Be 30, I'll be 38 this year, but. <sighs> Who would have thought? Look weird. at us. We just got that on point. <laughs> I know, right? And what's crazy, too, like, the whole, like, my, you know, TikToking, but TikTok, like, I feel like I'm the old guy on that, on that app. You know what I mean? Even though I'm 37, but. You feel like you're old. I'm doing like dirty, raunchy, like <laughs> TikToks and I'm 32 <laughs> years old. And people are like, you're so funny. I'm like, oh my God, are you 17? Cause I'm pretty sure you're 17. <laughs> but actually you are really funny. Oh my God. I'm not that funny. It's so weird when people say that they're like, your stuff makes me laugh so hard. I'm like, it gets like n- some of my things hit. And then some of them don't hit at all. And mm-hmm. I'm honestly not here for the views. I'm here. If I'm laughing, you're going to laugh with me because I'm just going to post it. But then again, if I get a video that does like 200 views, I'm going to delete it. And I want to repost it because like I don't want to like look like that. But <laughs> one, of your, uh, one of your recent ones, it actually had me cracking up pretty good. It was when uh, it, it was like a... <sighs> I don't know if you were talking or if it was a sound, but basically you were saying, oh, your friend was like, oh, you have the best life. You're single. You're living it up. And then you were like, oh. you were like, yeah, it, it's so great. And you just <laughs> like, that was, whole, me oh, talking. Man. that was me. Okay. Talking. Oh, it was so actual, good. That is an actual conversation I had, which we should go into that story because it ended very poorly for her husband. But <laughs> <laughs> 
It was a weird night. It was a weird night. That whole conversation happened like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like she was she was telling me like, she was like, you're so lucky you're single. Like my husband's so boring. Like he's so great, but he's so boring. And there was a guy at the bar and he was the manager of the bar and his girlfriend had just left. And then my friend went to go on a tour of the bar, a a, a tour of the bar, if you will. A tour of the back room. (laughs) Yep. I think she got more back room than she was bargaining for because that is what. No way. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't understand that. Why? Why? Why stay married at that point? Like, if you're not like, oh, he's a great guy, but he's boring. Like, if you're not into it, don't. Don't make the other person suffer because, you know, it's like, just just end it. There's no point in that. I don't know full details, so I can't say, but I kind of got a feeling what happened. She's great. She's awesome. I, I love her. I, she's an amazing mother. She's so – oh, she has kids too, so I was like, oh, God. But, uh, like, it was like the preaching to me, like, you're so lucky you're single thing, and I was like, am I? But then <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, maybe I am. <laughs> Well, and I don't mean any disrespect. I don't know her and I don't, I, I try not to judge people. You know, everybody has their reasons okay, and right, everybody has a story. Right. Like, yeah. I, mean, I guess if you're willing to just, I guess, uh, hook up with somebody you just met and you're married, like that almost tells you, you know, it's, it's pretty much over anyway. So why even, why wait? You know what I mean? Just get it done. Exactly. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree. But yeah, I was, I meant everything I said in that post. But that's funny because that one wasn't a super popular, like some of my things just don't hit and I think they're funny and I just don't care. I'm like, whatever. It is. Yeah. So since you, uh, you sell liquor for a living, are you a beer drinker or a liquor drinker? Okay. This is tough because I am an IPA girl. I could drink IPAs all day long. I am obsessed. But if I didn't get on my ass drunk with liquor, I would drink liquor all day. So I'd say I would prefer liquor if it didn't make me as drunk, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what are your favorite um, IPAs and your favorite liquor to drink? So actually, I might plug my friend. Um, So my friend from high school, he opened up a – brewery in Marshfield, Massachusetts, and it's called Stellwagen, I'm pretty sure. And I just had their cloudy IPA today and it was delicious. Like I love cloudy mm. IPAs. I'm a whore for cloudy IPAs. Um one of my favorite breweries is actually out in um oh in Colorado. Um I love Ratio and um Odell's, but mm. a favorite, favorite, favorite cloudy IPA is from Rubens in Washington in Seattle. And it is um, hazy. Their hazy IPA. It is amazing. Hands okay. Down, best drink. And I love IPAs as well. Um, I, I almost have to be in a certain mood because I mean, obviously you get that super hoppy taste with an yes. IPA. Yeah. So like sometimes I mean, I like wheat beer. Like I love a Blue Moon. Oh but, yeah. But like, as far as is. It goes like IPA. I, I will always try if I whenever I go to a brewery, like I always have to try their IPA. Oh, like always. Just, yeah, and we actually have one uh, close to where I live. And I, since you lived in Colorado, I don't know if you heard of it, but it's called High Hops. Okay, You're, wait, where in Colorado are you again? 
Uh, so I'm up north, uh, just east of, of Fort Collins. Okay, okay, okay. I don't think I've had high hops. Okay. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, and I know they, they sell uh, nationwide, so if you ever have a chance, uh, they have some pretty good beers. Yeah, I mean, I love beer. I, again, if it didn't make me gain weight so quickly, that's why Yeah. I do the, just I, like right now, I have a gin drink. Because <laughs> nice. I, I like gin drinks a specific way. I have two, like, liquor drinks mm-hmm. that I will only order out besides like obviously the household name margarita but I would rather that like gin all day yeah <laughs> how do you land a job like that like where do you even find something like that do you really want to know do I know the long story <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely all right well I moved out to California when I was 25. And I moved actually with an ex-boyfriend. Um, he, We were together nine and a half years. And then I found out, unfortunately, that he had a 19-year-old in our bedroom. So yeah. <laughs> so we moved to California together. And, you know, I, I couldn't do it. So I booked his plane ticket back to Boston, sent him back. Uh, I'm not kidding. I literally bought the plane ticket and shipped him back to Boston, if you will. Um, I don't blame you. Great guy. I still have love for him. Like, I wish him nothing but the best. But anyway, I was working at a furniture company, and I hated my job. I hated it so much. Um, And I went on the dating app, Bumble, and -hmm. just to date guys, like, whatever, having fun. And I went on a date with a couple dates with this one guy, and we had this much chemistry. We had zero chemistry. But I was like, can we try and be friends? You're a great person. So we became best friends. He introduced me to another friend who worked for a wine company. And then I got talking to them and they had a position open in San Diego and that's how I got into the industry was basically Mm. through Bumble. (laughs) So thank you Bumble very much. I met one of my best, best guy friends through it and yeah, that's how it happened. And then I've been in the industry ever since. That's awesome. And so what year did you live in Cali then? Um, 2015 to 2018. Ah, okay. So I lived out there in 2005 to 2008. No, 2007. Where'd you You lived in San Diego? No, I lived in, um, I lived in Hollywood for a year and then I lived in Burbank for a year. So a couple hours north of there. Got it. Yeah. No, San Diego was, I, it was nuts. It was nuts. Yeah. Oh, I've been there quite a few times. I love San Diego. Their zoo is freaking amazing. It's unbelievable. I mean, the people there, like... I, if I could ever go back in time to any point in my life, it would be my stint in San Diego. Like I have, I met the greatest people. I had too much fun. My mother was, I think my mother aged about 15 years when I lived there, <laughs> but <laughs> Hey, I'm alive. Right. <laughs> oh so, yeah. So you just moved, you said in a uh, year and a half ago, you moved away from Colorado. No, I just moved in. Um, so in August, I came to visit my family, but I ended up staying because of the situation I was in, mm. um, which is kind of like a gnarly situation. But I ended up, I was like, you know what? I need to move for family and also, the, like I said, the situation I was in. So yeah. um, I, I just packed up and moved. And my company was, I was very blessed that they were like, yeah, we'll put you in New England and you can run New England. So I got very, very, very lucky. Yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah. So on your TikTok, I guess we could revert back to that a little bit. Yeah. Can you describe to the listeners who may have not seen your content yet what you do on TikTok? Well, 
Uh, my mother hates it. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. My mother, I think, has texted me like six times how embarrassed she is. Um, she, she blocked me on Instagram, actually. Um, but I, my, I think like mine is more like it's like a relatable comedy type thing. I like people to relate to me because I tell like real life things, how it happens. Some of my things are fabricated, of course, um, but there are very true stories on there. So basically it's dirty humor, relatable humor, dark humor, um, me being real. So it's kind of all the above. I haven't really gotten that niche, I guess. Mm-hmm. But dirty humor seems to spike up the 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 likes and comments and everything, which is fine. But um, I'm just being unapologetically myself, if you will. Yeah. So. And you have like 120,000 followers, is that correct? Yeah, it's like 120.4,000, which like to me that's such a minuscule scale compared to what people have. I mean, I have one of my videos hit like mega viral recently and it was like 15.6 million views. Oh, wow. And it was like it was a joke video. Like I made a video up and I made this thing up and everyone was like, oh my God, did this actually happen? I, I did like this whole story time telling this whole fabricated story. And <laughs> at the end of the video, I go, by the way, this is all bullshit. <laughs> like I was like, I, it's not real. And people were very upset. <laughs> so Really? Oh my God. People were so mad. They're like, you're a liar. I'm like, guys, come on. I didn't do it for likes. I just, one morning, I, I remember I was going through my drafts in my TikTok and I was like, I have to finish this one. It was 7.30 a.m. on like a Saturday morning. I was hungover. And I go, what would be funny with this video? I was like, oh, it was like one of those videos where it's like, um, do you know the ones where it was like um, finished when he's your boyfriend? And it's like, let's skip to the good part. And like Mm -hmm. you write the date where you start dating him, but then you skip to the good part. And it's like, um, it's why you guys broke up. And I I remember I I saw one girl and she did, he died, which was, messed up but it was funny so what i did was i wrote the date that i started dating the guy like as a joke and i skipped to the good part and it goes i met the family i used to screw his brother in college (laughs) (laughs) and it it was a it was a joke but i told this but everyone was so upset that it was a joke and yeah that's so dumb I, i don't know why people get so offended it's like how how many videos are you actually watching that are are real? Like ninety five percent of the videos you're watching are staged anyway. You know, like so. What is the big deal? I know. I was just talking with um, well, I was just talking with my most recent situationship, if you will, about this in the car. We actually this guy I was dating. We don't talk anymore, but he was driving in the car with me, and he was like, "Yeah, you know the the people with Tourette's on there. Half of them are joking." I was like, "What?" And he's like, yeah, some of them are, like, doing it for the fame. I was like, you are kidding me. I hope that's not true. Yeah. But I was shocked. I was like, you really think they are? And I don't know if you've seen it, but I was was kind of surprised about that. So I've seen them. uh, It's been a while, honestly, since they've showed up on on my For You page. But I had seen them in the past. And if they were faking that, like, they are really good. They should get into right. acting because they are really right. good. <laughs> I know. I so. could do that. My, my, oh, it's messed up. My dad does that if he goes through a McDonald's drive through Like he will fake that he has a speech thing. This is probably really bad. I, sh- I don't know if I should be even saying this. 
Should I be saying this? <laughs> no, you're fine. I mean, honestly, it's you're not making fun of anybody. I mean, no. I don't think there's anybody in the world that can say they haven't messed around like that. And it's not anything against people who actually have to deal with that every day or live with that. You know, it, it's just it, it's just a, a human instinct, I guess, to to joke around and whether or not it's it's about some sort of a disability or if it's about I don't know, you pretending to be the opposite sex. You know what I mean? It's almost the same thing. I mean, I like I like I said, I joke about like I do dark humor, like I use like past traumas a lot. So like like I'll I'll say this, like my uncle just passed away recently. Um out I'm of sorry the about that. It, it's okay, but thank you. But um people like I'll be talking, I'm like and my friends will be like, oh, can you come out this weekend? I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, I have to go to my uncle's funeral. He just took his eternal dirt nap, like, a few weeks ago. And people were like, ah! They're like, what are you? His eternal dirt nap? <laughs> like, but it's like, I just, like, it, it, humor is just, I mean, you have to do it. Because it's the only way you can really get around to things. I don't know. Right. And actually, I know quite a few people who deal with uh, grievance that way. You know, they the only way to grieve for them is to to make it a joke or because they don't know how to react in a in a very like sad emotional way and so that's just that's just comes natural so like saying like oh he just took his eternal dirt nap that i mean that that would be normal for them you know like yeah. you may take it offensive but they're meaning it as no it's it's really sad for me but i'm trying to make the best of it you know what i mean yeah and that's what i do i mean like yeah it's sad but you know what like life sucks i mean shit happens like what are you gonna do i mean yeah, unfortunately, we will all be at that one point someday, and uh, I mean, there, that is just life, unfortunately. Yeah, we're all just slowly dying. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It really is. I mean, I think about it now more than ever. I mean, I'm I'm only 37, which is super young still, but just thinking about how fast time has gone since, it feels like yesterday I graduated high school. You know what I mean? Like I know. It, 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 it just goes by so quick. And it's funny when you're in school, you can't wait to get out. And, uh, and I always heard this when I was a kid too, but when you're out, you always wish you could go back. You know what right? I mean? It's so, it's so crazy that you just brought up high school because today, actually I was in, um, I was driving around to one of my accounts and I pulled into an account. It was like a, it was a bar and all of a sudden I looked and it was like this, like, it's like a highway that runs through this town. It's, and it's not a highway, but it's, like, one of those busy streets where you can go, like, 50 miles, 60 miles an hour on. I see this kid walking, like, trudging along, and I'm like, oh, my God, that is my buddy from high school. I screamed his name out, and he whipped around, and he was like, Amanda? And I was like, Dave? And he came over, and we, like, talked, we talked, but, like, where was I going with this? What was I doing? I forget where I was going with it, but it's crazy. I saw somebody from high school and it was not so we reconnected and all that was my point but like yeah. life is so like random it's so random you never know what's going to happen so that's why like yeah you can be like upset about stuff but you know what like time heals all and also like you never know who you're gonna run into it just it's random okay so did you it was there a reason that and i, I have a connection to what we were just talking about but is there a reason why you decided to get on TikTok? Um, you know what? Yes. So, um, back in 2019, 
I started doing like random videos because it like looked fun. I got like addicted to it and I got addicted to the sounds. And I was kind of going through a hard time with my ex-boyfriend. I dated this guy for two and a half years and unfortunately it ended, um, he had a lot of issues and he, it ended up being like an abusive relationship. So I think I used TikTok as an outlet. Mm-hmm. And when we broke up and I left, I used it very much as an outlet for like, I think I've done a lot of humor about men, which I don't hate every single guy out there, but I think a lot of my anger was directed towards that. But a lot of girls resonated with it, which I was like, all right, let's keep this boat going. Um, So yeah, that's like why I started is because I went through a major breakup and it was a hard one and I was bored during quarantine. Quarantine was a huge time for me to do TikToks, so... That's when I kind of yeah. started. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the connection to that was uh, for me, uh, number one was, yes, the pandemic and, and COVID and everything. With everything shut down, that's when I got on TikTok. Um, but what really attracted me to it for, I guess, my sake was it made me feel young again because I was able to do stuff that I've always enjoyed doing. and. Mm. And I didn't even care anymore. Like, I'm like, this is going to make me look stupid. But you know what? I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I never, yeah. I never uh, expected to have the following I have, but I, I never cared if I didn't have a following, following, you know, it was just, it was just for fun. And, and I love doing that kind of stuff. And I, I don't know if you've seen my page, but um, I, I do a lot of like movie reenactments, but I put myself yep. into the scene of the movie. Yeah. That's that stuff. But, um. Yeah, and I just I just love doing it, and sometimes you know I, I know I, I I look dumb. I'm a 37 year old guy that look looks dumb. You know, well in some people's eyes it may, and, and that's okay. But for me, it's fun, you know, and I love it. See, that's the thing is, I you cannot. I've learned this, and I thank God I have thick skin in more ways than one. But like, I, like you cannot care what people say about you. Right. You really can't, and that's like a big thing I learned from day one. I've had, like, people be like, ew, like, like, I've been on live, people would be like, lose weight, or like, whatever. I'm like, listen, I love the way I look. I don't care what you say. And you cannot care what people say about you. People are going to hate you. People are going to judge you. People are going to, I've done, like, a huge post about, I did this whole, this, one of my posts went viral about saying, like, why can men call women sluts, but then they can go and sleep with however many women and then they're not like i'm like we can do whatever we want all of us doesn't matter but they're like oh like they do the lock and key analogy i don't know if anybody's you can look that up but you can't care what guys say or women say you can't care what anybody says you just do you yeah and that's the big problem with our country is everybody's so judgmental and uh, against everybody you know you have to you almost feel like living here, you have to have the perfect body or look a certain way. And, and I've never judged a person like that. I, I've always been personality for me is, is the key. Like number one, if, if I can get along with you and we can laugh together, like that's what I look for. You know, it's never, I mean, of course you got to have some physical attraction to it, of course, but that's not the number one thing I look for, you know? Absolutely not. Like, I mean, I've dated. So when I was in San Diego, I mean, it's full of beautiful people. And I've 
like dated like really attractive guys, but they just had nothing going for them. Yeah. So like with in my eyes, I'm like, I don't care what somebody looks like. Like if they're have a great personality and you click with them, let's go. Like I yeah. you're you're amazing. I mean I mean in my eyes like I've dated people like one of my ex boyfriends, like people are like, What were you doing with him? And I was like, He was hysterical. Like I thought he was like so funny. Um turned out it ended badly, but like the thing like but the point was like I had fun, you know, I don't mm-hmm. regret it. But I mean everybody you know, rose colored glasses, am I right? <laughs> but Well and see, and that's the other thing too. Like why do people even have to question like why are you with that person? Like that's yeah. none of their business either, you know what I mean? Like I'll be with who I wanna be with, you know, like it, it just that was probably the worst part about being younger, you know. Um it, it just everybody always had something to say. And and most of the time it it was a negative because uh, I I don't want to say jealousy, I want to say envy because jealousy is is more of like somebody mad that you have something that they want, where envy is something that they feel you deserve but they also deserve. You know what I mean? I've had friends like that, which is sad. That's been hard. Yeah. Finding out who your friends really are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had the best of friends that have not told me that they're mad, but I know they're mad. And it's like about certain things in life, which I don't, I won't get into, but like, it's weird. It's weird. Life is yeah. weird. Friends are weird. They come and go. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, okay. So, um, so with your with your lives, do you go live quite a bit? You know, it's funny you ask that because I have gone on and off live because I just get tired at night sometimes and I just like want to watch a show and I should go live at night. I should go live every day. Usually it's either me doing my makeup or I'm live at nighttime and I've been really bad about staying consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because I'm either out with friends or I'm just like too busy or I'm tired because I don't want to be up on a live at like midnight. I'm just tired. Um, I've been trying to go live at least three times a week at the least. So you caught me on a good day, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I don't really do lives. I, I don't, I guess I haven't found my niche with the live thing. Like, I don't know what I want to do when I get on there. Like, it's just, I don't know. I I just never got into it, but I'm thankful that they have that feature because honestly, that's when I get to see people's personalities. And then if there's someone I could feel like I can have a conversation with, and that's worth having a conversation with, then that's when I ask them to come on the show. And, and that's exactly why I asked you because I watched you for a little bit and I, I saw the energy and I, I saw how much fun you were having. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to ask her. And, and and so I'm curious, like when I asked you, like, did it come off weird? Like some guys just asking me to be on a podcast, like over my live, like it, I, I'm trying to just see if, if the way I'm approaching it is, is the right way I should be doing it. No, I loved it. I immediately okay. clicked on your little icon and I was like, well, how many followers does he have? First of all, because if he has like 20, I know that's like not nice of me, but I want to look at like what your podcast was and I want to see it. 
I wanted to talk to you first. Like, I wouldn't have just, like, shut you out if it was, like, two followers. But I would have wanted to see. But, no, I I was psyched about that. I was like, wait, yeah, message me and we'll talk about it. And so I like to talk to somebody first. But, no, that I thought that was a great way to go about it. I It, it, it piqued my interest. So. Okay. And it's funny you said that because every single person that – I have asked. I don't think there hasn't been one that I don't see them clicking the phone so they could check how many followers I have. It seems like that, I guess they check for a popularity because, you know, I mean, my show's doing really well, but I know there's so many podcasts out there that maybe, you know, they, they're just concerned that, oh, well, this guy probably has no listeners at all. He doesn't even have a following. And it, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have cared about that. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't a scam. <laughs> that was my point. Well, that Honestly, too, Because, yeah. like, there are things like that. So that's what I was, I think I was trying to make sure of. Yeah. So that was why. But you sent me your podcast and I was like, okay, he actually has people that have gone on. I just didn't want it to be, like, this scam thing that was like, you're going to FaceTime me. <laughs> so. Right. And that's understandable as well, you know, and that's why I try to, you know, I, I have a script written out so it's easy for me to send because typing that every single time would be a pain in the ass. But I always make sure that I add to the conversation like, hey, you know, here's the the, the link to the show. You can check it out. Tell me what you think. And that way people can know that it's it's a legit thing. And exactly. I'm not on and I'm not on there to like disrespect anybody I'm not on there to because a lot of people will do that. It's sad to say, but a lot of people will just, you know, they'll go to I don't know, someone who has an OnlyFans page and, and, you know, they'll want to bring them on something and then completely expose them. And it's like, why, why are you going to make someone feel uncomfortable like that? You know, so I try to make it as comfortable as I can through text. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. No, I get that. Um, no, I think you went about it the right way. I think that was great. Um, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, it was fine. It was fine for me. I was like, yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> cool. So what other things do you like to do for fun? God, um, besides drinking. <laughs> um, you know what? I, you know what I love the most? I love just like parking myself up at like a bar. This is so right. But I do it for work. Mm-hmm. And I just love to like kind of like just like look around the room and like see what's going on around the room. And engage myself in conversations where I think I can and, like, engage with people. I love meeting new people. I think that's, like, one of my favorite pastimes is just meeting new people. I know that sounds, like, weird because a lot of people are really scared of that, but I love that. Like, I will meet people at dog parks. I'll meet people – like, airport is the best way to meet people. But I've always interjected myself in conversations or, like, tried to meet people or done that. I know that's – like I said, uncomfortable for some people. That's like one of my favorite things to do. But other than that, like I, no one knows this about me, like nobody, but I randomly love reading poetry. Mm. I don't know why, <laughs> but I do. I love reading poetry. Um, but I have like 18 poetry books at my house right now and oh, wow. nobody knows it about me. I think the only person that knows that about me is the most recent guy I dated and like maybe my brother. <laughs> so oh, wow. like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually have both those things in common, believe it or not. But so, I mean, obviously I have this podcast and I ask people to come on and I get to meet them and I enjoy 
having that first time interaction and meeting people and, you know, making new friends. And then as far as the poetry goes, I don't read a lot of poetry, but I've actually written poetry pretty much for the last 20 years, probably. So, so that's really, I do. Yeah. I've always wanted to write my own um, poetry book. And it's funny. I got, I was first inspired by Tupac when he wrote uh, that book, the, the rose that grew from concrete. Wow. Yeah. So I've never actually done it to where I can, you know, turn it in as a book, but I've always had that in the back of my mind of maybe someday I'll do that. You know, it's funny. I started writing my own poetry as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I do all aspects of poetry and it's funny because it goes along with like my dirty TikToks, like as like relatable. So I started Mm -hmm. writing like not seductive poetry, but like things that people can relate to that are like romantic, like poetry. And I read one to my friend the other day and, um, they were like, my God, that's like really intense. And I was like, I know. (laughs) So, I mean, I, I, I love it. Um, again, I, not a lot of people know that, but that's great. I didn't know that you've been writing that over 20 years. That's awesome. Yeah. And, 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 you know, to be honest, not a lot of people know that about me either. So we both kind of exposed ourselves to everybody. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. No, I get deep with this. Ask, like I said, ask me anything. Like I, there's a lot in my life. I feel like my life is a sitcom. I'm serious. Like everything that has happened in my life, I'm like, that did not happen, but it did. Mm. But there's so many things that have happened. I'm just like, <gasps> but yeah. So do you have goals that you are shooting for on social media or are you just doing it just to do it? I've been asked this question a few times, actually, uh, most recently by my, my buddy. He's like famous in Boston, which is funny to me. Cause I didn't know he was, um, I've never really set goals. I think for me, I've always wanted to be like in front of a camera. I've always wanted to like make people laugh. I always want not to be a center of attention, but like just like kind of like my parents always said I was um, the head of the table. So Mm -hmm. like ever since I was like a little kid, I always just ruled the table um, and kept everybody entertained. And I guess I just want people to be entertained. I just want to have fun and make people laugh. Like that is my goal. But if it leads to something else, that's great. I think for me, I do, however, really want to start doing more improv. Um, That's a huge goal of mine. So I think I might start taking classes in Boston just to do something fun. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, so, so you want to eventually act on stage? Yeah, I mean, I've done stage work when I was younger. Um, I did acting classes when I was younger. I did, uh, I had a voice coach when I was younger because I do sing as well. Nobody knows that either. I don't know. My voice is very deep and whatever, but I do love to sing. Um, but I haven't done that in years. So yeah, I want to get back into it. Do you want to sing a song for us? I mean, uh, no, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I'm just kidding. You know what's funny? I I was um so about two months ago, I was <laughs> I'll do it when I'm drinking, like drunk to a song, and I I went on this first date with this guy. It was our first date, and mm. we ended up like hanging out, like, and we played music, and he was like, "Will you just sing this song?" And I started singing. He was like you should do that more. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. And I never sing in front of him again. 
But, like, it's those moments where it's, like, special and you're like, I'm going to sing. I'm going to do it right now. But definitely not right in this moment. Not right now. Yeah. So do you have do you have stage fright when it comes to singing in front of people? Um, I don't have stage fright when it comes to talking or acting in front of people, but singing, yes, I believe I do. I have done it on stage. I have done it in front of an audience. When I was in high school, I was in a class where we we created our own play and I did a big singing role in it. Um, and it was very fun. I wasn't scared to do it then, but and I've sang at a funeral before. Um, but you know, when I'm put like on the spot, my friends like, "Will you just sing? Will you do this?" If I'm in front of like two to three people, I'm like terrified. If it's a group of people, like a huge group, like I'm fine. Hmm. It's so really what do you weird. think? Yeah. So what do you think it is uh, that makes acting different from singing for you that it's harder to do one more than the other? Uh, because acting, I'm playing a part of another person. Singing, you're actually um, you're actually showing your vocal talents. Hmm. So like it's different. Like you can't act that out. You have to actually be. You have to actually be like okay at it. With act with acting, you can just like play another person. It's very simple. Yeah. So. so do you do you think if you were given the opportunity to play a role, but at some point during the show you had to sing, would you turn down that role? No. Or would you? No. I you, would, so you would do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would learn to do it. I mean, it, it, that's the thing is with singing, you actually have to go to like a vocal coach because you need to like learn. To like breathing techniques, it, there's a lot that goes into it, um, and it's amazing. Like if you ever look at old videos of Ariana Grande, for instance, her old singing videos are like okay, but yeah. now, like since she's gotten all the practice, her voice is unbelievable. So you can actually train your voice. Like people practice to do sports, like you can train your voice, which is nuts to me. Right, but that's like something that actually has proven. 100% correct what I've gone through. I, now I just haven't been through that in so long, so I'm very rusty. But hmm. Well, that'll be interesting. Maybe one day uh, I'll be able to hear you sing. Oh, God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, have, I have old videos from high school if you want. Um, my brother, actually, he plays the guitar. So every Christmas my mother makes us sing together. Um, and he's like, Amanda, you have the vocal range. Just do it. So we do a lot of freestyling, which is really, it's really cute and it's fun. So. Yeah, I think that, uh, that should be a goal of yours is to maybe like overcome that. I don't know if you want to call it fear or just, uh, shyness maybe. And, yeah. and, you know, start practicing that. Cause I mean, if, if you're able to do it, if that's something you would want to do, I mean, like I said earlier, like I, it, back in the day, I probably never would have done the things that I do on TikTok now because I would have been like, oh, what if I get judged? But now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't care, you know, what people say. Yeah. So, so maybe you should try that as a goal. And and you know what? Maybe I'm sure, especially with TikTok, you're going to have negative feedback, but I bet you'll get a lot of positive feedback as well. And that might help you overcome whatever it is that's holding you back. You know what I started doing? I started singing on the lives. So I'll play music in the background. I'll sing to it because people mm -hmm. are always like, I don't know what it is about my voice, but I like people have always been like, you have such like a 
I love your voice. I'm like, really? And they're like, it's like a radio voice or it's like a like a deep, raspy voice. I don't know what it is. But I've like started singing on it. But, you know, you're right about the thing about not caring what people think because I've realized since moving home, mm-hmm. everybody that I've seen that I know is like, I've seen you on TikTok. I heard you like, you, like you have a following on TikTok. I'm like, oh my God, who told you? And it's crazy because... My ex-boyfriend from high school, I know that he gets sent a lot of my TikToks, which is hysterical. Mm. Um, So, like, it's funny because I'm like, my ex-boyfriend and his family are watching me. Oh, my God. But, I mean, you can't care. You just – and I do a lot of, like, stories about him. And that relationship ended seven years ago. But, like, you you can't care. You just got to do – a lot of people, a lot of, like, people that – well-known names – They'll use stuff from their past, you know? Yeah. And it's like, whatever, you're not harming the person. Yeah, that's kind of funny that you say that because this whole time I've been on TikTok, I haven't I haven't spread it out. Like, I haven't told anybody. I don't post it on my Instagram. I don't say anything on, on Facebook. And when I did this, I'm like, you know, if I get a following, I don't want it to be people I already know. Like That's I what I thought. To, yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, I'd like to see if I can get a following from people I don't know, you know, that aren't just – Oh, I'm here to support you because I know you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but now that I guess my videos are shown a little bit more, like all of a sudden, and I won't notice because I have so many followers that I don't see every person that follows me, you know? Right, right, right. And then I'll get like a comment or something on one of my videos and... And I'm like, oh, this person, oh my God, it's, it's so-and-so. It's like, it's like, oh, it's a, my buddy or like they found me, you know what I mean? It's like, well, I mean, it's out there now, I guess. <laughs> well, I think, did I, I think I might've told you this, but one of the videos I made, okay, so I made a video and it was, a, you know, like a stitch video. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, tell me you're petty without telling me you're petty. And I did this whole thing about, I was like, you know, when my ex and I broke up, I was really bitter. Um, and whenever I was out, I would give the guys that were talking to me my ex-boyfriend's number. And I would tell them that my name was the name of his new girlfriend. And I would do that. And they would text – and in hopes that they would text him, hey, insert so his new girlfriend's name. It was great to meet you last night. Like, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And that actually happened. I actually did that. And he got sent, my ex-boyfriend, I know for a fact now, got sent that video (laughs) by one of his friends. And he was like, did she seriously post that? (laughs) And it's funny because him and I actually had a conversation because we had to close our joint bank account together because he was getting married. And I'm like, we had a joint bank account for rent purposes and we just forgot to close it down. And at the end of the conversation, I remember him saying to me, and Amanda... Can you please stop giving guys my number with my fiance's name? I was like, ah, I was like, sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it it was funny, and he's like, can you just stop giving my number away? I was like, well. <laughs> I would oh, never do funny. that today, but you know, I think it's funny he was sent it, and like, he's a good sport about it, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Do you, uh, so I guess, do you have anything else that you do other than TikTok? Like, are you on Instagram? Are you on YouTube? Any of those or? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. Um, I am on Instagram. I, um, I never used Instagram as like any, 
any sort of platform. Um, just because I always had, like, a smaller following. I had, like, 700 followers. I was like, I don't really want to, like, like, because I, I was single and, I, like, guys usually don't like if a girl has a lot of followers and I was very self-conscious of that. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Pardon my language. I'm going to link my um, Instagram to my TikTok. So I did and I started gaining a following and then um, recently I started posting some of my TikToks to my Instagram and now I have like 6,100 followers, but like it's small, but like that's a lot of people looking at you. Like it is. I mean, I know I have like 120,000 on, on TikTok, but like that's a lot. Like Instagram's a different platform. I feel like Instagram is like the real deal. But I don't really care what I get. I just, I don't really care. But that's the only thing. I've thought about a YouTube, but I don't know what I would do. I haven't clicked into the market I'm trying to get into, you know? Yeah. And, and see, I I think that as well. I think the way TikTok works and the way, you know, YouTube and Instagram work, I think a thousand followers or subscribers on YouTube and Instagram is almost equivalent to about a hundred thousand on, on TikTok because people are scrolling through their TikTok and they can see your video any, any point in time. Whereas Instagram and YouTube, you pretty much have to type in the, the subject matter or the exact person you're looking for. So it's a lot harder to find somebody on Instagram and YouTube than it is for TikTok. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm only smiling because you are 100% correct. And I have something really funny to tell you. I don't know if I said this, but you're right. If you, so I'm public on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I've blocked people in the past, like ex-boyfriends. But, you know, I've unblocked them all because I'm like, you know what? We're on good terms. But recently, um, it's funny you say you, it's hard to find somebody. Um Recently, I I never look at who's watching my story ever on Instagram. You know, you can see who's looking at your story on Instagram. Just because now I have, like, however many followers, I never really look who sees my stories. But a couple months ago, I went to go look randomly, and I saw, like, a boyfriend from high school was looking at my stories every single day. And it's gone on every day for like three months. And I'm like, it's funny because he doesn't follow me, which is the kicker. So I'm like, he must have to go search me every day to go to my page and look at it. I'm like, that is dedication. Right. (laughs) You know what? I mean, I'm totally calling him out, which is hysterical. But like, I'm like, you've got to know that I see you. You have to know. Like, what, what what are you looking for? Just like checking in which i get that but well and i've had instagram probably for gosh 12 years probably like 2010 maybe oh i'm trying to think i've had what 2011 yeah yeah maybe it was 2011 something like that i've had it for a while but i i never had any interest in it i honestly like i had one but i didn't do anything with it honestly like the past two months maybe is when I started doing it. And it was only because I was putting my guests and stuff from the podcast onto Instagram. And to be completely honest, 90% of the people that um, want information about the podcast to come on it, have me DM them through Instagram. So I've now just barely started using it. So I've never done a story. So I didn't realize that you could 
see who was looking at your story or anything like that. That's all. Yeah, I, I knew none of that. Like, yeah, I mean, some people don't. But if you are able to post your own stories, maybe you should know. But, I mean, it's, I think it's funny. It's it's funny. Like, you're right. Like, it's hard to find people. But now people stalk everybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking at everybody. It's, like, toxic. It is so toxic. It's, like, Snapchat. Like, looking if somebody's snap score went up. Like, that's toxic. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. But it's bad stuff. <laughs> when I feel like it gets worse as you get older because you... You know, you start, oh, I remember this person from high school. I wonder what they're doing. So you'll look them up on social media just to see kind of like where they're at in life and what they're doing yeah, and, and things like that. But like, so, but when I was younger, uh, social media was just coming out, you know, MySpace and all of that. But yeah, I mean, it was pretty rare that I, I just looked up people because I was wondering what they were doing in life. It was just, I found people that I was still in contact with, but now I'm like, huh. I haven't heard that name in a long time. I wonder what they're up to. And I'll and just, you, you know, look, right? Yeah. 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 It's pretty crazy. Crazy. I do that all the time. Like all the time. It's like when you're watching a TV show or a documentary, you're going to go look up, search that on the Google web. It's like that. But when somebody's mm-hmm. name is dr- brought up, you like automatically go look them up online. It's exactly what you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how much things have changed. I mean, I was, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, how, you know, obviously when we were kids, we didn't have cell phones. Like you go out and you knock on the door of your friend's house and say, oh, hey, can Andy come out and play? You know, and it wasn't like, oh, hey, I'm going to get online. Do you want to jump on and play a video game with me or you want to FaceTime? Like, yeah. it's just, I just I don't know. I, I love technology. Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a tech head for sure. But at the same time, I feel like it's taken away so much of people's like in-person socialism you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think so too i mean god coming in like getting the knock on the door from your neighborhood friends is like such a high yeah oh god yeah it's so different it's so sad it's so different hopefully like i don't know if i'll have kids i love kids so i hope so someday but i mean i think if you live in a neighborhood like they should knock on each other's doors and be like let's go play like freeze tag or something stupid yeah. Well, not only that, but if when when I was younger, like you had to call, like if you were dating someone, you had to call their house phone and you yes. probably had to go through their mom or dad before right? you could talk to them or you could, or when you go pick them up, if you were going on a date, like you had to go to the door. It yep. wasn't like, it wasn't like, Hey, I'm here. I'm, a, I'm outside. Come outside. You know, you, you had to actually have that face to face conversation with a parent. And now like these kids just get away with it. And They'd be like, oh, oh like, God. you know, it's crazy, right? <laughs> like, I didn't even think about that till now. You know, it's funny you say that because when I was in high school, I talked so much on the phone that one Christmas, I remember I, I started hearing another ringing. My dad's like, where's that ringing coming from? There was, my parents set up a second phone line in my bedroom. So they gave me my own separate number to talk to. Oh, that's about. cool. Uh, yeah, it was cool until my phone line crossed with neighbors across the street and I heard all their phone conversations. So it was weird. But How does that um, happen? it was so random. I don't know. It was like, it wasn't my neighbors. They were like two streets over and our phone lines crossed. And I don't know what happened, but every time I picked up my phone, like if they were on the phone, I had to hang up. Hmm. It was the, the weirdest thing. But, but when my friends called me, their phone didn't ring. It was nuts. I don't know what it was, but I went to high school with their daughter. So, like, I was like, 
listening in on their phone call. And they were like, I feel like somebody's listening on our conversation. I was like, FBI. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, just keep talking. It's just Big Brother. Yeah. About it. <laughs> I know, right? All right? No, but my parents gave me a separate phone line when I was in high school. Oh, that's cool. At least you had that. I I was always in the middle of a conversation. My mom would be like, Kevin, you're on the phone? Well, I need to call such a, you know, Mom, you're interrupting my conversation. Well, I need the phone, you know. <laughs> it, oh it was it never had no. privacy. No, it you was didn't. Just... And then, like, remember redial? Like, if you, like, redialing somebody, like, you just press redial. Mm-hmm. When I was 14, I was, like, so boy infatuated. And my mom, my mom and I, like, we had our ups and downs. She left for the day. And I went to call one of my guy friends. And I was on the phone and my mom tried to beep in and I just ignored it. I saw her car pull in so fast into the driveway and I hung up the phone. I was like, gotta go. My mom's here. I can't talk to boys. Hung up the phone. She ripped into the house, grabbed the phone, pressed redial and redialed the number I called. She goes, I'm sorry, who is this? Yeah, my daughter's not allowed to talk to boys and hung up on them. Oh, <laughs> like, man. That's what I grew up with. <laughs> so, like, that's a true story. It was, it was so horrific. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. And not only that, but like when I remember when uh, caller ID came out. Oh and, my god! <laughs> and you were like, "Oh, I really want to call some girl, you know, but I don't want her to know that I'm calling." So then they came out with the whole Star Six, star six Nine, star, star Six Seven, Star Six Seven, yeah. And then Star Six Nine was it was to to find out the number that had just called you. That's right. Yeah. So Star Six Seven, you press that, and and it blocked your call. It it would come up like uh, unknown or whatever. <laughs> Do you know how many people my girlfriends and I prank phone called? We came up with so many voices to, like, ex-boyfriends, to guys. And we're like, hello. Like, we did the most messed up stuff. It was I did so that fun. Too. When I did it for to random numbers, like, me and my friends would get together. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, and I remember that. Like, and we would do Star 6-7, but for some reason, maybe we just forgot to do it one time or it didn't work. And this guy called back, and he was pissed. And my dad answered. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I got in so much trouble, and I like, I was grounded from the phone. You know what I mean for like a long time. But like, it was just—it's just funny to think about how accessible things were to parents back then. Now everything is such like everything's hidden, and it sucks so bad. So you remember that reminds me, your parents pissed. When you would use your phone in, like, a foreign country, it would cost an arm and a leg. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was in eighth grade. I had a boyfriend. I love him my life. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. I thought he was. Everyone um, was in eighth grade. Right? Yeah. Oh, I was infatuated. <laughs> His name was John. I loved him. So <laughs> I went to Canada with my French class. My dad said to me before I left, he looked me straight in the eye, Amanda, do not... Use your cell phone in Canada in case only in emergencies. I was like, sure. I had one of those peanut phones, like the Motorola peanut phones. Yeah. I was like, absolutely, Dad. I got you. Did I call my boyfriend, John, every single night for an hour and a half? You bet your bottom dollar I did. Did I let my girlfriends call their boyfriends? You bet your bottom dollar I did. <laughs> I remember I was sitting in my 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 furnished basement when I was 14, this is a month after I went to Canada, my dad rips open the door. Amanda Kimberly heard I have a fucking bill for $850. I was 
Oh my God. I racked up the phone bill. I used it in Canada. <laughs> they took away my AIM. They took away my, they took away my phone, my cell phone for a year. Wow. I was in the deepest water. Like I was, it was a horrible. Don't use your phone in Canada, kids. <laughs> I think you can now, right? I, I don't think well, it yeah, matters. Yeah, but like I, I rocked up an $850 cell phone bill. Yeah, that's nuts. I remember having to, when we would go somewhere, I would have to have one of those uh, calling cards. Yes. So that you, like international yes. calling cards. You'd have yep. to buy that so you'd have some minutes. But yeah, that, that <laughs> an AIM, I haven't heard that in so long. That's hilarious. That was the only way I would use to flirt. My, I think my screen name was Hot Panda 13 <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was the coolest thing ever when dial-up internet came out and like you could go into these chat rooms and like basically it was like a thousand other people on there and it was normally just kids like goofing around and being you know teenage boys perverts and everything else God, it was and like it, a virtual orgy it was horrible it, yeah it was so bad <laughs> what are you wearing do you yeah, want, what, what, yeah. what did they what did they call it it was a do you want a cyber cyber like, cyber sex maybe that's what it was yeah like, there was there was like screen names too that was like they were automated things and like we used to like dirty talk the automated thing it was a joke but it was also a great way to hide from your crush. Like you could hide from your crush and you could make up a screen name and like message them. Like I used to hide from my crush. I had a crush on this like guy and I used to like hide behind the screen name. I was like, you'll never guess who I am. <laughs> but he's like, I'm pretty sure I know it's you. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, those were the days, you know. It's oh, funny. God. Early 2000s, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun times. What a time to be alive. What a time <laughs> right? to thrive. Yeah. <laughs> so I have some uh, fast round questions. Yes. Um, and, and they're just basic questions, nothing too personal. So if that's cool, I, if I can go ahead and ask those with you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what is your favorite movie and your favorite TV show? My favorite movie is Titanic. Uh, my favorite TV show is... Shit. It's either Friends or The Office. I know that's so basic, but I'm obsessed. I'll probably go with Friends because I love that show so much. Yeah, Friends was great. You know, I'll be honest, and people are probably going to give me a lot of grief about this, but I have never watched The Office. You know, it's some people think it, the humor is just not for them, and I get that. It's hard to kind of get through it, but... That show is just such a classic. So if you get the chance, I get like if you watch it through the first two seasons, you'll love it. Um, you should just see it. I don't know. I I, I love it. Well, and I think it is my type of humor. That's the crazy thing. If and like I said, I've never seen it, so I might be mistaken. But like I love raunchy comedies. You know, like the Seth Rogans. Yeah. Steve Carell, like 40 year old virgin is one of my favorite movies. Oh, funny. You know, like I love that kind of humor. So I'm surprised. And I mean, it's that kind of humor on that show, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it you know what it is? It's more awkward humor. Mm. So like, it's more like awkward situations and you're like uncomfortable. And some people don't like to feel that uncomfortable feeling, but it's like, People look at the camera and they're like, are you kidding? Like, it's just more so like that. Okay. Um, but I, 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 I'm obsessed with it. I think it's hysterical. I mean, I liked Friends because Friends is such a classic. 
But I, it's like one of those shows I could rewatch and rewatch. I mean, I could also rewatch The Sopranos over and over again. But you know, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna make that. I'm definitely putting that on my to do to do list. So many people have told me such good things about that show. I just need to watch it. You should. And I feel yeah. bad about saying Titanic was my favorite movie because The Wizard of Oz is actually my number one. But Titanic is a close second. But anyway. <laughs> that doesn't really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite restaurant? Oh, God. My favorite. Okay. There's this place. Uh, Denver. Barcelona. Barcelona. I'm obsessed with their Barcelona wine bar. They also have one in Boston. It is unbelievable food. It's tapas. And I highly recommend it. Huh. Yeah, I've never been there. I'll have to check that one out. That's yeah, close you have by. to. It's so good. I mean, there's others, but that's one of my favorites. Did you ever go to La Loma in Denver? The Mexican restaurant? So familiar. Wait, whereabouts in Denver? So it used to be across um, across the highway, across from Elitch's. No, you know, I haven't been there. You know, I have not been there, but... That sounds amazing. I mean, I went to Death & Co. in Denver. Death & Co., the drinks there. Well, and what I was going to say, but about, I don't know how long you were here in Denver, but it's probably been about four or five years. They actually moved in there closer to, like, the 16th Street Mall. No. I don't think I ever went. It sounds so familiar. Okay. If you like Mexican food, it, I, I highly recommend it. It's delicious. If you ever, I was come at a back, Mexican restaurant tonight, but I, yeah, no. Yeah, well, it's delicious. If you ever come back, definitely recommend. Well, I will. Cool. What is your most commonly used emoji? Um, should I look on my phone right now? Because honestly, I feel like I'll be able to figure that out if I look. Hold on. Let's it see. Typically, ends up in your top left corner, like it's you know what it corner. is. It's the laughing emoji. <laughs> that's the, mine too actually it's the crying laughing emoji and the other one is the one where it's like it's like sad and it's like uh, <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about yep and yep, actually i one. think uh i texted you that today because when i was when Wait, we were talking you probably didn't really like, uh, hold on i was, I was like, like i'm sorry oh you did uh, the crying or, one no yeah. um another one i use a lot is my eye rolling emoji i, use I do too. that like notoriously <laughs> Um, but yeah, those are like my three top used ones. Okay. And if you had one goal that you would like to accomplish by the end of 2022, what would it be? Maybe sing in front of an audience? No. (laughs) Um, honestly, I think to, God, a goal by, uh, pay off school. I know that's so Hmm. lame. Um, honestly, like, I mean, pay off my college um, and also be able to kind of like freely do what I want, like money wise. I mean, people say money doesn't buy happiness, but give me your goddamn money and I will show you happy. Like I've seen that meme around and I'm like, it's so true. So I think like, you know, just like a goal for just like being able to travel a lot of places, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. It can't, they say it can't buy you happiness and I agree to some point. Some extent, yeah. Yeah, to an extent, yes. But, I mean, if I could travel all year round and not have to worry about finances whatsoever, like, that's heaven to me, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so what is your favorite pastime activity? 
Um, oh God. Can you describe pastime activity? Like, can you, like... Uh, long day at work, come home and just want to do something that you love. Like, what would it be? Reading poetry, maybe, or watching a movie? Is this an alone activity? Like, I'm alone? It doesn't have to be. Um, you know, I really love having, um... Of course, I don't have anybody, but I love having like back and forth banter with somebody and just roasting each other. But, you know, I think my favorite pastime activity, I genuinely think it would be me coming back and being able to toss on a candle and write in my journal and read. Honestly, I love reading poetry. Awesome. Like, I love that so much. So I think that's like a big thing. I try and do it at least once a day. So. Okay. And then finally... Who is your favorite TikTok creator? Oh my god. Um, okay. <laughs> um, his name's Zachariah. Um, have you seen him? He's hysterical. Um, I feel like I know the name. Yeah, I can't put a face to it though. He's from Boston, actually. Zachariah Zachariah Drake Porter. He is hilarious. I love him so much. I want to be his friend. Um he hysterical human um he basically he's from boston like i said and he just like does these videos and he's just like so himself and he comes up with these things and says these funny things and he's just so like energy like his energy through the camera resonates so much with you and you're like i i want to be that person that's like my energy through the camera makes you want to be friends with me and he does exactly that in a second and i'm like how do you do this yeah. So, um, I he's definitely by far my favorite TikToker. Absolutely, cool. hands down. This has been such an amazing conversation. It was really easy talking to you. So I love that. Um, and and you're really just a friendly, cool person. So I'm really glad that you decided that you wanted to do the show. I mean, thank you for having me. I hope that it's entertaining enough. I don't really know. I'm not that entertaining, but I try my no, best. I- it absolutely was. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. We got to Good, me too. We got to reminisce on the nineties when we didn't have shit. We had, I know, so, right? I know. But we but, we did have shit. We got through. Right. No, but I really do appreciate it and you know, I really hope that we can do this again sometime and you know, we'll continue chatting and I'll definitely uh, still continue checking you out on TikTok and all your new videos and hopping on your lives when you get on there, so well, thank you. I appreciate it. I loved it. Yeah. It was awesome. Well, cool. Well, you have a good night and we will talk soon, okay? All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. Tick talking. A tick talking. Tick talking with Kevin Hughes. Raise your hand if you liked Amanda. How awesome was she? That was a lot of fun. It was really cool to hear about her job. I didn't even know that that was a thing like I knew there were people that deliver beer to you know restaurants and stuff but I didn't realize that they like party with with people at restaurants or bars or whatever the case that's really freaking awesome and it's really cool I'm bummed that you know she came from Denver and now she lives in Boston but I wish I would have gotten a hold of her a little bit sooner we probably could have had this in person and that would have been a lot of fun but she is absolutely amazing and You know, we still chat quite a bit, and she's really awesome. 
But I hope all of you guys really enjoyed this episode. And as always, I'm going to have another fantastic guest on for you next week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. So, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye-bye now.